Hello super coaches and welcome to episode 2 of the Morning Glory podcast. Thanks for all tuning in last week. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Um, I'm here with Jimmy. Thanks mate. We got off to a bit of an early start last week which was great. Um, we were just doing our equipment check and the content turned out alright so we thought why do it again and um, here we are to kick off part 2. Um, so as Kyle said we've had plenty of support throughout the week so thank you. Um, Kyle pretty much had to take the recording equipment home <laughs> to stop me recording the second one. I've been itching all week to get back into it, um, so I'm very keen to get through today's app. It is going to be a bit longer, um, not sure how long, but uh, I'd expect it around that 45 minute mark, which is good, something different. Um, not to bring the mood down at all, but I just wanted to have a quick shout out to the old boy Pop. He passed away through the week. Uh, Loved his NRL and he was a massive Dragon supporter. Uh, had the flag up in the shed and probably a big reason why we love our NRL. Got Dad into it and, and then Dad's always uh, watched the games with us. So, shout out to the old boy. Um, we're thinking of you. Yeah, love you, Pop. Another one, a shout out to the Tequila Cup, our uh, Super Coach League this year. Always a tight comp and some good competition. Um, so it makes me nervous giving away all our tips on here to the boys. Definitely, definitely. Because they're our only listeners anyway. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to splitting the cash with you, Kyle, taking all their money and uh, getting the championship ring home. Yeah, so there's some uh, rule changes that's come in this year that I want to touch on before we um, get into the front row forwards and the rest of the positions we haven't touched on. Oh, sorry, second row forwards and the rest of the positions. Um, so the first rule change, there's going to be more trades. So 42 trades, um, so an extra five from last year, which was 37. Um, the typical round in Origin when you get, I think it was it an extra five trades, James? Yeah, five. Yeah, so you can actually use them as a trade boost throughout the year. So whatever round you feel like you need a boost, you can bang put those trades into play. Maximum of three per round or four during the buy rounds of Origin. Um, so use them wisely. Um, what else we got? You can reverse trades after the lockdown. So all those other times when you've done all your trades, lockdown happens and then they flip it right before uh, the boys run out. Well, you can quickly jump on, change your trades and make that work. Another one that I really think we can benefit from is the dual position. I don't know if I like this rule, but it's something to be aware of and try to capitalize on this. Um, is that the super coach team will reassess player positions and assign dual position status to players depending on what position they play on field. Um, for example, I think Tamalolo is only a second row forward. If they whack him in the front rows, look out because he's going to become a dual position player and a lot more valuable. Um, so basically, if Sangster needs a dual position player for someone that's struggling, he'll probably just whack it in to make his team better, the dirty dog. <laughs> yeah, I don't like this at all. It's, um, it's a bit of a, bit of a lottery, to be honest. It, it makes it really hard to plan. Uh, people will get lucky, but that's the cards we've been dealt, um, so we've got to roll with it. And I think it, it's important to note that these updates will happen at, at 6, 12, and 18. So we know when they're going to happen. Mm. Uh, so you can kind of plan ahead. If, if a guy's been playing in that position, you can take the gamble that he's going to get it um, and go from there. Now, the last big change, which is really a no-brainer, 
this is what robbed me from the number one prize last year um, in my comp that is that the finals have been brought forward around and will conclude in round 24 due to mass resting of players in that last round um, so yeah one year too late, hey? The, uh, the only reason you lost to Brownie uh, in the final. He's been harping on about it all off-season, so Brownie, if you're listening, um, congratulations on the win last year, mate. Yeah. Um, let's get into it. Sure thing. So we've got the second row forwards. Um, the first person that was on my list to talk about was Cam McInnes, who I was going to tell everyone he's 30% owned. I thought he was probably someone you needed to pass on before. Um, obviously, coming back from that ACL, it was going to be a slow start for him. So he was a pass for me. But the reason I've thrown him in there, he's now injured, out for a month of footy. Um, mainly, it's just sad to see. Seems like a good bloke. Yeah, he's good for footy. He, he, he tries 100%. He makes a million tackles. Um, he's a great player, great competitor. Can't wait to see him back on, on the field. The Sharks are going to be exciting this year, and I think he's going to play... An important role in getting them to the finals and um, potentially deep into the finals. I'm not too sure on that one. Um, but yeah, can't wait to see him back on the field. The next next bloke, big fella, David Fafita. Um, an absolute gun with a super high ceiling. We all know that. Um, his draw's not too bad to start the season. It's pretty good, actually. Um, so he's 29% owned. I'm a bit, I guess the price tag's kept that down a little bit, but uh, I expect a lot of, lot of good teams to be carrying David Fafita. Last year, I ran the gauntlet for a few weeks without him, hoping for a price drop. He had a couple of average games, and then I think he went and hit 150 or something ridiculous. So uh, that was the worst call I made all last year. So I'm, I'm going to start with him this year. Yeah, look, it's a good call. If you're going to splash the cash... He's probably the man to go on. If he's fit and right to go round one, it'd be good. I don't have him in my team. Makes me nervous having him and not having him. Um, I'm really hoping he has a slow start and loses some some cash. Uh, yeah. I don't think he will, but good luck to you. <laughs> uh, okay, Papa Leahy. I had him listed as a trap, especially that price tag. I just don't see definitely no long-term value in him. I think people are trying to ride that hype from last year. Um, Interesting to see. He played 80 minutes, I think, on the edge yesterday in the trial match. Yeah, he'll play play 80 when there's an injury um, on the edge. Um, Another one I waited way too long on last year. He he hurt me as well. Um, I just don't know about the rotation at Parramatta, though. Is he going to spend too much time in the middle, which will hurt hurt his scores? I'm not too sure. Um, just between him, Lane and Maddo, I just don't know what the plan is, so it's a no for me. Too many question marks there. Yep. Uh, mate, I'll let you take this next one. Here's your boy. Yeah, my boy Angus. Um, he's featured in my team every year I've played, I think. Um, I've toyed with not starting him and running some quality mid-ranges because there's a lot of midi options in the second row. Uh, but... I just can't do it at the moment. Uh, they play they play the Knights the first round. And I just have this feeling, this gut feeling that Angus is going to go over. They're going to run run rampant round one. Uh, and I can see him going 80 plus. Um, and then the other thing why I don't want to leave him out is because the Chooks have a great run to round nine. Um, I'll, I will go through it. We've got the Knights, 
Seagulls, Rabbitohs, which doesn't sound that great. But then they go Cowboys, Broncos, Warriors, Dragons, Bulldogs, Titans. Finishing off with the Eels and the Panthers. So there's six games after round three that are just absolutely juicy. So that's why I want to start with Angus. There's plenty of middies, so I'm not going to mock you for leaving him out and taking one of those lower options to make some cash. Um, but he's an absolute stud, 22% owned. Mm. Um, I'm on board. Yeah. Uh, we won't go into this next bloke, March Cam Murray. Um, he's just more of a comparison to Crichton. Very similar price tag, but really, when you compare the two, it's Crichton all day. Yeah, I think so. I, I don't mind Cam Murray. I think he's going to take a step up a little bit, particularly now Reynolds is not there. Um, but their start isn't great. Uh, I'm just trying to look it up now. Uh, where are we? Yeah, Rabbitohs. Broncos, Storm, Roosters, Panthers are their first four. So if there's anyone that you want to just wait and hold off on, which Cam Murray would be for me, uh, do it. Yeah, on that on that draw, I'll just wait and see, and then jump on him later if you want. Yeah, now Ryan Madison, I had him in my, t- I've still got him in my team right now, um, but I think he's got to come out. It's just with what we're saying with Papali here, there's question marks. Is he going to start at lock with Brown out? Is he still is it that awkward price, close to six hundred k? Yeah, I I agree. I was super high on Meadow, super high. Now not so much. Um, yeah, so much value if you're playing on an edge, 70 plus minutes. Um, I just don't know what's going to happen. I've already talked about it when we when we touched on Papa Lee. Um It's just going to be shared between the edge back rowers. The additional complication of Brown being out for a few weeks and him going to sort of sit in the middle and plot along. Um, for now, I've got a line through Matto. Yep, fair enough. Um, there's Tino. Not much to say there. Oh, well, let's... Um Let's skip that and go straight to Targo, eh? A um, lot of value there, mate. You can't leave him out. Dual position is cheap. He's with the Panthers, so there's plenty of points to be had. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on him? Yeah. Everyone should have him. Yeah, agree with everything you've said. Um, too much value to leave him out. Playing in a red-hot Panther side with plenty of points. Uh, so he's in my side uh, every day of the week. But although we're covering on... Covering him off in second row forward, he's a centre wing for me. Mm. Um, he's someone that can go into that centre wing spot and just pump out some decent scores every week. Yeah. Making cash at the same time. So we've basically listed a good cheapie there and a couple of the big, more common names. There's a lot of middies in the second row forward, which is making it really confusing of who to put in there. A lot of those 350 players, like, you know, Katoa, Luki, Nanai, Cowboys. There's a there's a lot of middies. People are running Cotter. Mm. Um, the the that's probably a good one. You got the three Cowboys: Cotter, uh, Luki, Nanai, all fairly cheap. Um, there's value there, but I just <laughs> I just don't know which one to take. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to start with one of them, um, and it'll, it won't be Cotter. Um, the uh, What's the coach's name? Anyways, the coach has come out and said he's... Paid him. He, yeah, he, he will, he'll play some nine. He'll play both nine and 13. Um, I don't like it. Uh, who knows what's going to happen with his minutes? Who knows where he's going to be? So I'll, I'll be passing on him. 
but a couple of the other Cowboys young back rowers, I, I don't mind getting around them. They look look pretty good in the trials. Mm. I'm really tempted to, with my team, go Crichton. He's something to set and forget, and the rest all middies. You know, like Katawa, maybe Lukey, and just generate cash and upgrade them and hopefully get for feeder. Yeah, yeah, I think that's good. You've got you and Aiken there as well. Yeah. Um, you know, on the left for the Warriors, great draw. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking at the other Warriors back row, um, Katawa. Yeah, me yeah, too. I, I think a little bit cheaper. He's going to be a pod. I think everyone will be getting on the Aiken train. Uh, I'll go the other side, just playing off a short ball from Sean Johnson. That's that's me. And a lot of people are getting on the Tigers to a to a Largi, is it? Yeah. He's, he's looked good. Oh, he's impressed. He's passed the eye test. Um, Except Garner's coming back. So just keep an eye on that. He, he, Garner got injured last year. I think Garner's still going to be the first picked on that edge to partner with Luciano. Yep. Yep, potentially. But he's not hurting his case. He's playing really well. Um, I hope they stick with him because I think he gives them the X factor. He's got an offload in him, strong, powerful running game. Um, he's got that attacking upside, that power. So I, I like him. He's in my side at the moment as well. Really cheap. I, I can't remember what it is. But 250. Two, yeah, under. Under that. Okay. Halfbacks. Halfbacks. Start with the, the big fella, Nathan Cleary. Mm. Um, he's definitely the number one halfback. We all know it. He's got a pretty decent draw for the first nine rounds. Only playing Manly in round one and South in round four. All the others are... I'm not going to say easy, but the easier games, um, the games where he is going to cash in. Mm-hmm. Um, he's coming off an injury, so I'm curious if he gets named round one. I'm not too sure if he does. There's plenty of question marks there. Um, but if he's back, if he's fit, he's a must-have in my books with that draw, even at his current price of 950. Yeah, well, I you, don't... you might you might differ on that, but in the preseason we were thinking hold off on him, price drop. Pick him up, switch him with whoever you've made money in, in, in the halves. But looking at that draw, I, I wouldn't want to leave him out. Mm, I think this is when Classic meets head-to-head. If you're playing Classic, Clear is the kind of guy that you want because he's just going to be generating big points for you. I don't think the price is going to change too much. I don't think it'll go up too much or down too much with a 108 break even. Um, yeah, so if you need the points and you want to cash in on those points, lock him in. But if you want to get some of these other cheapies in there, generate some cash, and then you can probably grab him a little bit later once he's a bit fitter. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Lots of people want him. Lots of people want him. Lots of people will have him. So we'll see see what comes of it. Next bloke is Semi Walker. Um, so the number two halfback option, in my opinion. Um, someone I wasn't looking at. But if the rumours are true, and he's picked up the goal kicking... Um, I don't think I can leave him out, particularly if Cleary isn't fit. If Cleary's fit, I think he'll take that position. But if Cleary's not fit, I'm I'm in on Sam Walker at the moment. Um, that may change. Uh, I carried him all last year. I'm thinking I'll carry him for the first half of the year at, at least. Um, so I, I like it. He's a bit of a pod too. Oh, yeah. He's 4% owned. Yeah, for the number two, for our number two option... 4% owned, a pretty good price in what I think is going to be the best team of the year. Thanks for coming. Yeah, definitely. I think I think Cleary will take control at their own end. 
uh, and you won't see much of Semi. Uh, but then in their attacking 30, I'm backing him to be putting on the big plays for the boys. Um, he'll be throwing a lot of those balls for tri-assists. So I'm, I'm all in. Yeah, we probably touched on this later, that basically out of Kiri and Walker, Kiri's just going to be organising, setting things up, pass on. So don't get him. Get Sam Walker, he's just going to come in and then just put Toops straight through a hole or throw a nice ball over the top to Sawali. I don't think he'll be playing on the right edge, but <laughs> oh no, you're about, <laughs> you're about a shocker there. But um, that's all right. He but he backs up a lot through the middle as well, and he he'll play that long ball to Tupo on the left. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, had a crack. It was good. Good to see. Next bloke, do you, do you want me to cover him off? Sean yeah, Johnson. Mate. Yeah, all yours. Um, why you why you're spitting all the good stuff? <laughs> Sammy Walker wasn't in my side all pre-season, but this guy was. Um, dual position, half-back, 5'8". Um, SJ, I don't know. I'm, I'm going cold on him. I'm going really cold on him. and I'm, The only thing keeping me in there is his first five rounds. Um, he plays the Dragons, the Titans, the Tigers, the Broncos, the Cowboys. Then he's hit with the Big Boppers, Roosters and Storm. Um, so that's, that's keeping me in there. Yeah, a lot of people get excited with the hype of someone moving clubs and it's not going to throw him straight back to the old SJ when he was at NZ. He's still an old boy. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not expecting that, but I'm expecting a lot of points out of the Warriors in mm. those first five rounds. And I just I, I don't know where they come from. The more I think about it, um, I'm thinking a lot of it's going to go down the left, down through your Aiken, down through Walsh, cut out to Mamalo, Rocco Berry running holes... I think that's where they'll go. And then on the other side, it might be... Oh, I don't know. I, I, just, I just don't know. So He's a good price. Good price. Dual positions, what's keeping me... I need two dual positions in there to make my strategy work. So that's that's helping him get over the line for me. And a lot of people have him, so I don't really want to miss the boat on that. Yeah, none of the... A lot of people do. He's 20% owned or something. But um, at the same time, all the teams I'm seeing on social media and whatnot, all the, all the top teams, no one's got him. Mm. No one's carrying him. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he'll be behind missing out on him. Okay. Um, with what I was saying about a bit of hype with someone moving clubs, Adam Reynolds, 8% owned, 510k. He's obviously going to be a huge part of Broncos. Um, it'd be great to see him up there, see what he can offer the club after they've been pretty woeful. Yeah, they're in they're in desperate need for a seven and a nine. Have been for a little while now. Picked up Brody Croft. Definitely not the move they they needed at the time. Um, unfortunately, I don't think it transfers to Supercoach. He's come from an attacking powerhouse, average fifty eight. Um, I think he'll be a game manager at the Broncos, um, and I don't see any upside, unfortunately. Pass. In, super, in super coach, that is. He's yeah. going to be great, great for them, NRL-wise. He's a pass. Yep. Uh, Jackson Hastings, dual position, cheap. He's exciting to watch. I watched him the other night, and he was doing a lot. Yeah, he had some good moments. Um, Taking on the line, putting people through. Yeah, I think for his first game back, it was a solid solid game. Um, he's been in my side all pre-season. Uh, he's come out just recently with the development of Sam Walker kicking. Um, I think he's still going to average around 55. 
Yeah. You know, 50, 55, nothing fantastic. Um, but the dual position for me, as I already mentioned, is, is important. And I needed that bit of upside in his price. Um, so in summary, 50-50 for me. Is, is he in yours? He's in my team. Uh, from what I saw, a lot of people were keen on him because they thought he was kicking goals. And now he's second goal kicker. He's probably not going to get that job. Um, but I still like him. He's got a lot to prove coming back over to Australia. Yeah, I'm excited to see him. Yeah, and then you be happy. You happy with that? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I, I just don't know. There's a couple of these guys that have, just to give you a bit of context. The halves have been giving me absolute grief over the past week. I've changed them every second day. So um, there's a few guys I'm just not sure on. Um, he's one of them. I think he's on the outer. I'm, I'm pretty confident I'm not going to start with him. SJ is another one I'm going cold on, and then Semi Walker coming in. So. If I'm if I seemed a bit stumped on these guys, it's because I am. <laughs> I really don't know where I'm going to end up. Thank you for your honesty, Jimmy. <laughs> Lock and Elias, he's going to be in everyone's team. Fifty-two percent owned at the moment. I don't know what the other fifty percent of people are doing, but uh, anyways, two hundred and five k, proper cheapy. He's going to be just doing his role there at the Rabbits. I'm not going to light the world on fire, except you got a nice little. 2040 yesterday. Which yeah, is you did. Good to see in the wet. Only the second one I've seen. But um, Cody Walker looked really good. Mm. Cody Walker looked really good playing both sides of the field. He is going to be on everything this year. And looking at that trial, it scared me a little bit. Um, we didn't see the clinical attacking raids that they normally have, but there's no Latrell. And I think Cody and Latrell teaming up together, Cookie gets involved. I think they've got plenty of attack. How does Lockie fit into it? Not too sure. I don't think he's going to blow the house down, but I think he's going to be consistent. Uh, I think he's going to score some points, and I think there'll be some long-term goals. Uh, you'll have to hold him for a while, His plot and his price will come up, so yeah, I'm, I'm holding him. And he's dual position too, I believe. Yeah. So that you can just flip him between, just let him do his thing. and yeah. But other than him, I don't think you can have any other bunny. In Rabbitohs player in your team just with that draw we're talking about um, yeah that's me personally anyway like with the Cody Walker even though he's looking great I'd pass on him too many other good options in the five eight and halves yeah that's probably the one thing going against Cody Walker I think he's going to be great but there's so many good options in the halves and at a lower price um, I think he's just too expensive similar yeah. similar thing with Munster yeah, yeah. I, I said earlier that Crichton featured in my team every year. This bloke has also been a staple in my teams. Munster's super consistent. Um, he scores between 65 and 80 every week. Uh, average 47 points per game. I don't... Uh, sorry, 74 points per game. I don't see it changing. Um, everyone got excited because he was all over the ball last trial. I think that changes when they have their full squad there. I, I think you'll see exactly what you've seen in the last three years. Um, I'm still waiting for that massive ceiling to eventuate. So for that reason, I'm missing on Munster this year. Yep, me too. I didn't last year. Didn't do anything bad, but didn't do anything great. So, yeah. Um, I feel a bit negative today. All we're doing is talking about people not to have. <laughs> it is a bit like that <laughs> I think that's what happens when you get your head in there you start looking at it and overanalyzing and just going nah, nah trying to, trying to draw lines through people in your head mm. and I think you've got to have a little bit of that yeah 
But um, yeah, we'll see. Luke Luke Keary, we already touched on him. Um, I like the Chooks a lot this year. I've got them in in the top three. Uh, I think last year did them a world of good. The depth is great. Um, and a lot of people are high on Kiri. He's 20, 27% owned. Um, and I was also high. But looking into it, I changed my mind pretty quickly. Um, I think the figures are a bit skewed from his two-game sample last year. Uh, the Chooks had something like six tries down that right-hand side each of those games. Like you, you just can't, you can't match that again this year. Um, they did Manly with no turbo in round one, 46 to four. Uh, then they backed it up with the Tigers, uh, 40 to six. Cleary, uh, Keary scored 70 points against Manly and 123 against the Tigers. And then he went, went down next game, which I think was against Souths. Uh, so he's priced at his maximum, basically. Yeah, those two games won't be replicated. Like that, I, I just can't see it happening. Six tries down that edge, I, I just don't see it. So even without the ACL and easing back, which Robbo will wrap him in cotton wool, um, I think he's a skip. Yeah, nice. Um, Matt Burden, just no. The doggies, everyone's excited about what they've got to offer. But really, it, too many question marks. He's... Nearly 600k, like any of those other blokes we've mentioned, I'd almost rather get on over Burden. Yeah, I'd agree. Like his price coming from Panthers, where he was scoring points willy-nilly in the centres there, he's not going to be able to live up to that over at the Dogs. No, not to say I don't like the setup. I think the setup's going to be good from an NRL perspective, um, but I want to see it first. Oh, it'd be good to see. It just doesn't correlate to uh, Supercoach or anything for Matty Burden. Not at this stage. It, it, it can. Um, I can just see the dogs really underperforming. Uh, they could overperform as well, but you just don't know. As you said, new setup. You you want to you want to see that before you start getting in on these guys that are priced around six hundred k. And I've already I've already mentioned the Bulldogs draw, but I'm gonna gonna hit it home again. Their their first few rounds go the Cowboys, Broncos, which are fine. Then they hit the Seagulls, Storm, Panthers, Rabbitohs, Broncos, Roosters. Oof, that's nasty. That's seven games in a row that are going to be really hard for them to win. Um, so he's an avoid. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Kurt Mann, he's in my team at the moment. Uh, unsure of him. I think he's going to get big minutes early on um, with Suaso Sue suspended for the first two rounds. But with what was happening with Connor Watson last year, Suaso Sue was playing the first 20 minutes and then Watson was coming on, doing a bit in lock and then playing a little bit in the hooker position too. So whether Kurt Meehan's going to end up playing a similar position, similar role, we'll see. Is it that awkward price? He's not really cheapy, but 380k, it's tricky. Yeah, this this is a guy I'm seeing in a lot of teams. He's only 9% owned, but... In all the teams I'm seeing through social media, he's he's got a role. So um, I'm also unsure on him. Um, I, I did mention in the last podcast that I thought he would play a little bit of hooker, but the thing that even concerns me more is if they carry Phoenix Croslin on the bench as a 14. Mm. So if they carry Croslin, to me that says Croslin's going to do the hooker relief and Kurt Mann's going to rotate just in that lock position. That's what the word is. 
and they're they're a little bit overstacked. Um, so another one that I, I do like, I'm unsure on. So I'm just going to wait and see, and can pick him up. It's not going to hurt me. The dual position's nice. Yeah, yeah, it's it's great, especially if you're carrying a mono. If that's how you pronounce it, you can just flip them between five eight and center and just play around depending where you want them. Yeah, definitely. But I, I also think there's so many cheapies in inside the center center and halves and five eights that someone's going to underperform and you're going to want to get someone in. Mm-hmm. So uh, if Kurtman starts performing really well, you just plug him in. He's he's not that expensive. Um, plus, the Knights' first five rounds they play Roosters, Manly, and Penrith. Um, so three gun sides that you wouldn't expect them to win against. Um, he hasn't been known to light the world on fire either. No, he he just someone just needs to give him eighty minutes in a position and he'll he'll be great for Supercoach because he tries hard, he gets through his work, and he can go over for a meat pie. Mm, don't we love that? Amona, he's in my team as well. He, a lot of question marks over him. He's cheap though. That's the difference between Amone and Man. That's 100k cheaper. So he's still got that dual position, which is very enticing. Um, I think he's pretty well a lock there for St. George. Yeah, pretty, for, pretty, for, for now. Yep. Pretty, he's, he's got lots of attacking upside, playing 5-8. Um, but there is Sullivan just sitting in the wings, waiting for him to have a few shit games and then um, come in and take his role. So He looks exciting. Yeah, he's got heaps of heaps of attacking upside. Mm. Um, so yeah, not a, not a bad option. Yeah, especially with in the spine there, you've got McCulloch and um, Hunt. They're probably just doing a little bit more of the controlling and organising. It almost gives him the ability just to free up and get a little bit exciting. Yeah, well, I think the last trial, the one yesterday or whenever it was, um, the Dragons looked really good. Mm. A lot of people haven't tipped for. The, Bottom two, but um, and I also have them down down there in you know bottom four, um, but they looked really good, especially that left edge. Anyone on that left edge looks fun. Looks like there's plenty of points down that side. Yep, and just having Jack Bird there, hopefully for the whole season, will help help them develop immensely. De- and the Bellons back for them. They're starting to get some people back in there in positions. Yep, I'm still not convinced, but. It looks good. The signs are really good. Yeah, he's he's a good price on Amoni. He's he's not going to lose money. There's no risk there, really. No. So, yeah. Billy Walters, your boy. I don't think he's going to get a run actually. After watching watching yesterday, they were loving what Gamble was doing in the game yesterday. Yeah, I always thought um, Gamble was the option that they should have gone preseason. Um, but Billy played well in the, the last couple of trials um, I don't know I don't know what Kevy's going to do to be honest I, I don't know what they've been doing at the Broncos for a little bit but if he gets a gig I, as I said uh, in the last pod I think he holds it for a while um, he will be in my side yeah that's important to know wait till team this Tuesday if he gets the gig or if Gamble gets the gig I think they'll give either of them a good run yep so that'll just ease your mind a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's still, I don't think it's decided yet. That's, that's a wrap for Halves 5 eights. We yeah. might jump into center wings because there's plenty of them. And um, we'll start at the very top, Brian Totter. 
Oh, wouldn't it be nice to have him in your team? <laughs> He's an absolute machine. He's um, Everyone had him last year if they were in contention. He just gets through the work. He had points in him. Yeah. He's, he's a premier centre wing for me. He's so consistent, has a big ceiling. Uh, Penrith's still in line to take out the top spot. Um, I like it. The only reason I won't be carrying him is there are just so many cheap options between 250 to 350k, and it's a great opportunity to make some cash. Um, he'll probably be in everyone's team at some stage. As the season goes on, you need to pick up these big guns, and he's one of the first you want to get get in your side. Yeah, at that price, you'd rather get David for feeder in in second row and whack a cheapie in at the centres. Correct. Um, and do you think Panthers might be on a bit of a hangover after... No, I, don't. I wouldn't read into that at all. I wouldn't read into the, the trial form. I think they're still in line for the top spot. I think the Storm are always consistent. They'll be top three. And then I think the Roosters are going to be up there, um, closely followed by the likes of... Um, South, Parramatta, um, who else you got up there? Raiders, Sharks, filling in the bottom end of the bottom eight. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be as good. They've lost a few players. They've been in the grand final twice in the last two years. Yeah, I just think they're, they're going to lose a bit of form. They're still going to be good, no doubt. But Hot take. We'll, we'll keep, we'll keep <laughs> oh, that on file. Yeah, I'll keep the hot takes coming. Don't worry. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Katoni Staggs. What have you got for us, mate? Not a lot. He's, um, He's highly owned. Very highly owned. And one thing I was talking to you about earlier today was I think I'm going to sub out a lot of people for as many pods as I possibly can. There seems to be a lot of people that are 40%, 50% owned that everyone's getting on. I'm going to try and avoid them if I can. Um He's a great option. He's going to score points for the Broncos. He's going to be running off Adam Reynolds, which is great. Um, but at that price, even though there's value there, uh, at that price, I'm going to I'm going to leave him. Especially because a lot of people already have a lot of Broncos players in their team. By the looks of it, you know, there's so many other cheapies, especially Agreed. in the back. You don't want all the Broncos back back line. Hundred percent. If you've already got Cobbo and Pereira in there. You don't want them like Staggs in there too. Correct. Hopefully Staggs is an unreal player. Hopefully he creates opportunity for these other cheapies. Yeah, definitely. But if you do take him, I, I agree with you. I'd be dropping one of the other guys. Mm. Um, I, I wouldn't want to be carrying three of them because if they hit a slump, it's just going to hurt you bad. Yeah, that's right. Um, Tyrrell Sloan, someone I'm really thinking about getting into my team. Um, he's also an awkward price, but I just love... Being able to have a, a full a, someone playing fullback in my centre wings, um, it just gives them a lot more opportunity, especially especially the attacking upside. Him on that left edge, it looks like he's linking up nicely um, for the for the Dragons. Yeah, he's a great player. Um, trust you to be on him. You were on Laurie all all year, Dane Laurie last year, I think. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got rid of him early. He wasn't doing anything. You had so many injuries, you couldn't. And then next thing you know, he starts clocking out some big nineties for you. And got to have faith in your players, mate. You never never let go. Don't still just, a bit salty. Don't just don't just sack him as soon as you can and buy someone else. <laughs> You're obviously a Roosters supporter. <laughs> what, are you, what are you getting at? <laughs> oh, mate, you just get to pick and choose, buy your expensive players. Oh, uh, look, uh, look what's happens with Connor Watson. He, he he left the Chooks because he gets 
gets told he's a utility and he can be made one of the best utilities in the game, but he thinks he's a starter, goes up to the Knights to start, ends up playing utility, everyone raves about his utility, he comes back to the Roosters as a utility. Yeah. I don't know what I'm getting at there. I just haven't <laughs> <laughs> have have a rant. We'll move on. This is the bloke, Xavier Coates, that I wanted all last year for, for this year. All last year I was watching him going next year at the Storm, first in my team. He's just going to go good guns, I think. Craig Bellum is just going to unlock him and um, yeah, take him to that next level, I think. Plenty of tries because he'll be playing for the Storm. And I think his workload will also increase bringing the ball back. So, yeah, get him in there. Like 41 break even, that's nothing. I'm expecting him to average 80 this year. Um, yeah. Yeah, sweet. Nothing, you, nothing else. Do you think that there's going to be less points with the rule change, with that penalty rule change inside your own 40? They're not, no six against? Do you reckon that's going to slow things down at all? It's a great rule change. Oh, I don't know. I didn't think it would have much impact at all, but the trials seem a bit slower, but you know, they're playing in rain. They've got their reserve graders on there, so I'm not too sure at this, this point. I wouldn't be factoring it in, to mm. be honest. Um, the next guy on our list is Montoya. For the Warriors, um, no one's looking at this bloke, and his numbers don't really support my statements here. But for me, it's just a personal hunch. Um, I'm considering taking a punt on him uh, on the Warriors' left wing. Uh, I already ran through the draw earlier, um, so maybe if not him, maybe Rocco Berry in the centres. They're both fairly reasonably priced. Uh, Montoya at uh, 338 and Rocco Berry at 322 um, I do want to carry someone in the Warriors back line to take advantage of the draw and give me a point of difference in the centre wing yeah it's an, he's a nice he's a nice pod that's for sure I think one of the other platforms even posted about it this morning um, saying he's like 0.6% owned like yeah there's nothing yeah but I did look into his stats and they're not great but I just think Priest Walsh left edge Plenty of points. He could just bag a couple out there. Um, so I, I'm, I'm going to take a punt on someone. Uh, he's in there at the moment for me, but we'll see how we go. Yep. Sell on Cobo is another one that I think a lot of people will have. Um, they've moved him back to fullback by the looks of it, um, yep. which I think is good. He, he just looks like an absolute talent. He's a talent. Um, he's good value at 320k. Uh, I think a lot of people will have him. Yeah, he could easily be someone that you leave there all year or he'll make some quick cash if they get on a run and you can flip him to one of those other guns at, you know, 5, 5.50, hopefully. Um, yeah, got to get him in your team, surely. Mate, Kevin Naguama, he's in my team. Uh, there a lot of question marks about him. He's very low-owned, obviously, because Salali's due to come back early rounds and will take his spot. Um, I'm really hoping to have Naguama for at least three weeks, get a bit of a price rise, and maybe even bag a lot of meat, tr- meat pies. Um, Playing yeah. play on that right edge. Kevin, yeah. Kevin hasn't impressed me. I was really high on him, but he hasn't impressed me in the trials. Um, I feel like he's going to be Charlie Staines 2.0. Um, he will catch and, and finish a lot of tries. Um, and as you said, the confusing part of it, I think the Roosters' right edge is going to be electric. Mm. Radley just digging into the line, playing Teddy O'Keary out the back, 
and then tapping it on forever who's whoever's playing on the right wing to score the tries. Um, so for this reason, I'm going to go with whoever whoever is on that right wing. Um, but the annoying part is, I think the position Suarez. It is. It is. And, and I, I don't know how long we're going to have to wait before we see him. So you got two options: start with Suarez, hoping Naguama's only in for a few weeks, or pick up Naguama, hopefully for five to six weeks, and then switch directly to Suarez. So I just don't know. Um, this is one of the items I'd like some clarity on before the season starts. Um, oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, hopefully Robbo comes out and gives us something. But same with Kurt, man. You know, I, I just want a little bit of info there, but I will have one of them in there. Even if Naguama starts, if at round two or round three, Sawali's in, bang. I'm, I'm burning the trade and getting Sawali in. Um, and I'll get rid of Naguama. Yeah, it's not, not the end of the world. Because you, if, you, if you don't start with him, the risk is that um, they'll just they'll just keep Suwali on ice. They don't want to get him back in too early. Then next next thing you know, three weeks, four weeks, five, you know, you were at week seven or eight, and you're still holding Suwali. Next thing you know, Naguama's back and two, three meat pies a game, and he's up around six hundred k. So yeah, I might start with him. Who yes, knows? a lot of people don't agree with us. They're all on Suwali, fifty one percent owned. I just don't think he's right for round one. So. That'll most likely change potentially on Teamless Tuesday, um, but yeah, with those extra trades you get, I'm more than happy to burn a couple um, with that risk. Yeah, there's plenty of trades this year. That's one thing we have got going for us. Yeah. Will Penasini, he looks talented. He's cheap. He's there for the Eels. I think his position's pretty solid. You know, good job security. Um, could make you some good cash. Could bag some meat tr- meat pies. Um, You've also got Russell there as well. Who, do you really want to carry both those blokes? Because I think I like Russell better, but he's at a higher price tag. Yeah, I, I think Penasini will be in a lot of teams. He's currently at 40% own. Um, but I'm leaning towards spending the extra 30k and picking up Russell for about 285k. Once again, a lot lot less ownership at 4%. Um and getting a, getting a bit of a pot in the process, separating you from the pack in that centre wings, which is going to be congested with your, your staple guys. Oh, and the Eels left edge, like that's where all the tries are. They whack it out, to back, out the back to Gartho, the cutout pass in the corner goes Russell. Yep. Thanks for coming. I don't know, what, I, I haven't looked at his stats in terms of base power. There's not much to go off. Yeah, so... And I don't understand that stuff anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think you're selling yourself a bit short there, but, um, yeah. Would you ever go both of them, Penasini and Russell? Uh, I see... That's a way where people, other people will, and, and it's, that's fine. For me, no, I'm, I won't, just because of the other guys that I have in my centre wings that I want. There's one position left there, and, and it's going to be one of the Eels guys. Mm. Sounds like you're a sharp team. Very sharp too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dominique Young. Jeez, he's in the picture now with uh, Hunt being injured. I think he did his PCL or something. So he's out for the year. Your, your story, is he? Yeah, yeah. You're the Knights. Yeah, Hunt's Huffin. out. So Dominique Young enters onto that right wing. Um, yeah, but he's still not that cheap. Uh, my my concern with taking this risk is it's not not around Dom's performance. I think he's a great player. Oh yeah. Um, but it's instead just his job security. Um, 
Ed, Edric Lee is on a train and trial deal at the Knights, and the reports are his foot recovery is finally getting better, uh, and he's training really well. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him after the first month of footy. Um, but tracking back on Dom, I think the Knights should invest in the young gun. Uh, he's a big-bodied winger that can get you out of your own end, roll his sleeves up, good under the high ball. I'd work with him and stick with him, but I can see them pushing him aside. Edric comes back, fills in that role. We don't make any money on Dom. I hope not. I hope Edric... I want Edric to come back, but I hope Young gets a good go. He deserves it. But even if he plays all year long, how many points do the Knights really have? Not many. So, like, is he really worth it, 340k? Probably not. You'd rather get a cheapie of Russell or... You know, you throw the Penasini in there too. Spend the extra 40k on Kurt, man. He's a better gamble. Yep, yep, for sure. Um... Jimmy, you can take this because I know you've been bagging on the pommies that come out and play. I feel like I've been bagging everyone today. I don't know. I don't know why, but um, Gilda is cheap. He's cheap. He's coming out from the UK. He's got that centre spot for the Tigers. Um, but for me, he's a pass. Um, he did have some nice moments in the trial though. Like there's a, a few offloads and and powerful runs and tackle busts, but um, I can't trust. English backline recruits, um, particularly in a side I'm predicting to be in the in the bottom two. Exactly. It really, there's a lot of value in wingers and wingers and centers if that team has points in them. Correct. No and point having a cheap winger sitting there not scoring any points. And, and even for the Tigers as well, you look back at last year. Where did all their points come from? They came from Adam Dewey, yeah. and he's sitting on the sideline for the majority of the season. So. Um, I'm going to skip him at 280k. As high as I am on uh, Hastings, he's no Dewey, is he? He's no Dewey. Dewey's unreal. He's um, he's someone they should be locking in for a long time and not letting him go. Um, yeah. A jo- P- Pereira at Broncos. He's in my team. He's looked good in the trials. He's getting through a lot of work. Um, hopefully he can get some points on the back of some other talented players there at the Broncos. Um yeah, I think he's someone that you can put in there pretty confidently and get some good cash generation. Yeah, he's in my side. Um, he's going to be on the back end of a very improved Broncos outfit. Um, I like it. Yeah. Really cheap. Cash endpoints. That's all I've got for the centre wings. Have we left anyone out that you can think of? Uh, probably plenty, but we'll just That'll move do. on. Yeah, we're at 45 minutes of the pod, so we'll get the fullbacks done and... That's probably a wrap. Yeah, for the fullbacks, I'm only going to talk about three. And you know the three. I, I don't want to go into anyone else because I think out of your two fullback spots, you should have two of these three. Yeah. Um, and the one that everyone's trying to get in their team but may not be able to is Tommy Turbo. Uh, there's not much to say about Tommy. He looked just like his old self in the original trials. Um and if I don't start with him, I think he's going to give me major headaches. Um, but he will drop in price. Um, but can we sit back and watch him score century after century while we don't have him in our team, particularly against the Dogs in round three? I, I just don't know. I think there's probably going to be a split in the field early in the year. The guys that are, the guys that are going to rip apart their side to put him in and captain him and the guys that aren't going to have him in are going to run Teddy and Paps. 
You can't possibly carry him, honestly. Like you look at the net, yeah, the next two out of the three, Teddy and Paps, both of their prices combined are only just more than Tommy on his own. And those two blokes who've got that much talent in great teams, they could do anything. Turbo might come out and go unreal, but he's not making any more money than that. And early you want to make money. No, so. no, he's he's not making money, but it's points. It's points overall points. It's captaining him when he gets one fifty and then the next thing you know you're banking a three hundred. Um, and and if you're like me and thinking you're not going to carry him at the moment, don't go and look at his scores from last year. Just don't do it because I did that and it doesn't make you feel good. <laughs> you finish off the season with a, a 179, a 170, a 229 and he only scored less than 100 on four occasions. He's a like, freak. Like I, I thought there were going to be big scores in there when I went back but I didn't think they were all going to be plus 150 it's just nuts he's an absolute freak he's the best player in the whole NRL but yeah I just can't go there at all like he's got the ability to ruin your team ruin your whole super coach season if you get on him and he stinks it up for three weeks I guess you can quickly trade him out but loses his points and then your stuff loses his money and your stuff Meanwhile, I'm sitting there with Paps and Teddy to just generate big bucks, big points. Yeah, I'm, ru- I'm running the two models at the moment and I think I'm going to lean towards not carrying him. Just, it just makes my team so much stronger. You look at the guys you have to pull out to get him in and then you're carrying guys that are borderline bench players, um, you know, nuffs that are there that you're just hoping get a run at some stage. Um, for me, it's, it's not worth it. I'm going to go with more consistent... Uh, team across the park yeah I think Tommy's going to be doing well to stay where he was at last year whereas both Paps and Teddy have both got a lot of improvement from where they were at at the end of last year yeah I, I would agree with that there's definitely there's definitely value in, in Paps heaps oh, yeah. of value heaps um, and there, there's, there's a little bit in Teddy as well hopefully Paps is fit for round one yeah that, that gets into it um, that makes it very interesting because I, I I wanted to carry Paps for the whole season pretty much. Mm. Um, you know, he's 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 goal kicking. He's cheapest out of the three. Um, he may even miss out on an orange Origin position. I don't know. He would he'd be the fourteen for mine, but it's not unrealistic to see Freddie carry someone like Radley in that role. I'd I'd be putting him in there, but you know, there's a chance he misses out. Um, I think he. Is the second best option at fullback, um, but does he start? I don't know. Yeah, that will make it interesting. If he doesn't get named, really, like, can can you afford to have him just sit in there? Um, yeah, you take that gamble, like we were saying before with Naguama. You, you you don't pick him up, and you think it's only going to be one week. Next thing you know, you've you've had a fullback, premier fullback, sitting on your bench, not scoring for three weeks. Mm. I will say though, I don't think there's any cheapies. All middies really worth going near. Like all the like potential cheapies are all middies, and just isn't worth it. Um, you know, you're not. It's not worth paying five hundred k for someone who's not going to generate anything close to what these fellas are going to generate. Um, people were keen on Savage, but it sounds like from what Ricky was saying, he's not going to be the number one. Yeah, I don't think any of the other guys are all that relevant purely because of these three guns you know Latrell Mitchell and Ponga 
yeah, I'm I'm off Ponga even with the the Knights. Like I just don't know how much attack they're gonna have. Mm. Um, but after round five or so for the Rabbits, their draw really opens up. Um, Latrell comes back round two, starts getting combinations with Cody, goes up against a couple of tough game tough games. Goal kicking. Then you pick him up, goal kicking against weaker opposition. He's someone that I could run. Me too, me too. Um, but not not start with. Not start with, definitely not. Agreed. Um, someone I forgot to mention in the centre wings. Can't believe I forgot to mention him for my boy Sean. Oh, he's requested this one. Um, Moses Sawley. He's a great pod. With what he's going to line up in the left centre for St George by the looks of it. Hopefully they can just feed him a short ball and straight through a hole. Try time. Yeah, I, I like him. They've got a really powerful left edge. Um, you know, Jack Bird and and Suley have that ability to offload, mm. cr- create things out of nothing, big, powerful running game. Um, I like him. He, fin- he finished off the year really well last year at well, Manly. Yeah, I looked through his year. He's got a lot of good stats there and pretty, yeah, got a lot of 80s, 100s in there. Um, yet still cheap. He's still at a cheap price. I think he's only three fifty. Yeah, it's it's worth it, worth a shout for sure. And as I said, you're getting away from those pods in the centre wing. Like you're going to have Stags, which is going to be highly owned. Coates, who will be highly owned. Cobbo, which will be highly owned. Um, everyone should have Tago in there. So you got you got these four blokes in your centre wings that fifty percent of every other side, like every, every, all the super coaches are going to be carrying. Um, do you want to do that? Do you, do you start breaking in and pulling in these pods into your centre wings uh, to create a bit of a point of difference? Definitely. So, yeah, that's a good shout, Sean O. Um, I think he's a good person to whack in there. We've got a segment. Yes, this is going to be a reoccurring segment. It's um, called Pump and Dump. Uh, it's where I pump up a player that I am keen on, that I want to get in my side, and I dump a player out of my side. Um, and I've touched on... Touched on these guys already, um, but for me this week, my pump is Sam Walker. Um, for all the re- reasons discussed above, if he gets a kicking, Rooster scoring more points, Walker being the focus of the attack, I like it. Sign me up. Me too. I think he's going to be a standout this year. He just looks sharp. He's just going to get better from last year. Yeah, he looks unreal at his price point. Thanks for coming. I hope he stays fit. Me he's, too. he's not as big as people were saying he's quite big put on some beef he's not as big as I thought he would be he's, he's still only so young it's so hard on these little fellas um, but I just hope he stays fit and the body holds up uh, and then I think he'll have a really good season uh, and the dump for me this one was hard there's two blokes I was tossing up between um, and this one might be a bit controversial because the person has so much promise but I'm going to go with Kurt Mann um not because he's a bad option at all, just because I want to see more before I nearly invest 400k in a bloke that I'm not too, too sure what his minutes are going to be or what his role is going to be. And I can see a lot of teams coming through with him in there. And for me, he's a dump. Wait and see. Yeah, that's, uh, that's all we got for you guys um, at the moment. So I hope you enjoyed episode two of the Morning Glory podcast. A um, bit of a longer one. So I hope you've uh, made it to this long. Um, we'll see. Yeah, next next episode we're going to do a Q&A um, on Tuesday night with the listeners. So 
if you can send in your questions via Instagram by Tuesday noon, we'll get through as many as we can uh, Tuesday night when we sit down and do our pod uh, and go from there. So thanks again. Uh, spread the word. Uh, we're looking forward to joining you in a few days' time for the next instalment. Stay classy, San Diego.